0: Will privately owned cars be eliminated due to climate change? World leaders call for the Bible to be rewritten using AI. They've even already had a chat GPT-powered church service. And the World Economic Forum has given eight predictions for the world in 2030, and you're not going to believe number seven. All this and more today on The End Time Show. Welcome to the End Time Show. Vince Stiegel here with Doug Norvell. We're so happy you've joined us today. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We'll be getting to your calls momentarily. Before we do, I want to remind you again that Understand the End Time is available for pre-order. It's a 14-episode series that will help you understand Bible prophecy, perhaps like you never have before. So be sure to go to intime.com slash ABC. You can pre-order it there. It's also streaming on End Time Plus. So you can go binge-watch it all for, if you're already a subscriber, it's free to you, or you can sign up for a free trial today, intime.com slash new, for the streaming portion of Understand the Ensign. So go check that out. All right, Doug, eight predictions for the world. Are yeah. you, like, telling us when the rapture's going to happen or <laughs> what? Uh, these are eight predictions from the World
1: Economic Forum, Vince. And we haven't talked about old Klaus Schwab in quite a while, so I thought maybe today we should because there's a lot of... Uh, Mentions of WEF, Klaus Schwab, and even his his buddy uh, Yuval Noah Harari today. So, since there's so much in the news about it, I thought, well, we need to do a world government update and talk about Klaus and some of the things they're up to. And th- this number one uh, story that we're going with today, it kind of is relevant to those eight goals you're talking about.
0: Would you ever have Klaus Schwab on the show? Man, if he would come on the show, I'd love to have Klaus. Schwab what would you on the say show. to him?
1: Uh, I would ask him if he was the Antichrist. (laughs) Oh, pulling one of my lines. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, I mean, there's plenty we could talk to old Klaus about. We could see if he even believes in the Bible or, you know, what we could show him from the Bible.
0: Well, I would say with what uh, Harari is saying, it's probably safe to say that he doesn't. Yeah. Because he doesn't um, appreciate it anyway, it would seem. Right, yeah. And some of the stuff he says, or rather many of the things, he's behind... These eight predictions. These aren't Bible prophecy predictions. They're World Economic Forum predictions. And this specifically was given in 2016, I believe. Yeah. And it's kind of eerie how many of them are coming to pass right before our very eyes. Yeah,
1: it's interesting because we, I mean, this is an agenda like we talk about all the time. And Mm -hmm. they actually had this agenda planned in 2016. And here we are in 2023. And we're watching a lot of these things be implemented now. Uh, from governments, not the WEF. It's actually we see other governments that are starting to buy into this and do it. Of course, remember, Vince, Klaus Schwab bragged about having um, half of um, the cabinet of Canada mm-hmm. going through his uh, young world leaders, uh, global leaders, I guess is what it's called, his uh, school there, and that they had graduated from that young global leaders. And so he, he bragged about basically having half of the cabinet owned by the WEF, and so we're starting to see those things implemented, especially in Canada, and uh, of course, we know the Canadian prime minister there. I can't think of his name right now. It escapes me. I shouldn't know it, but uh, anyway, we Trudeau. see him. Justin Thank Trudeau, you, Justin Trudeau, and he's pushing these things too. The agendas are there, and we see it not just there, but everywhere. I mean, you know, we talked about the other day how in uh, Ireland, they're making it illegal for you to even post something that could possibly be fake news and to listen to a program like ours because they consider it against what they're trying to push. And so the way they define
0: it eliminates the end time yeah, show. Absolutely. And uh, the Ben Shapiro show and on and on. Uh, yeah. Many, Many conservative voices, many Christian voices eliminated or illegal rather in Ireland. Yeah. Uh, one thing Klaus Schwab would love to do is get rid of your cars. Yeah. He doesn't want you to own a car. Now, you own a few cars. I do, um, and they're gas and guzzlers. A, and a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. You are quite an offender. Uh, I really this am. WF agenda. Mm-hmm. And if he got rid of our personally owned cars, yeah. what would that do to you? Well, I mean, you first live, of all. You live a little ways away from here.
1: I do, and it would make me very upset, especially if I had to give up my Jeep, because I like to use that Jeep to go hunting and do other things, you know, that uh, they probably wouldn't appreciate me doing too. But I don't know if I'm eliminating wild hogs and and wild animals like that, they're they're not producing gas in well, they the area anymore. They say so.
0: meat is going to be uh, a, a special treat. It will yeah, be that's normal. True. So yeah, you're yeah. you're definitely in violation.
1: It, it would definitely upset me, especially because I have to use a zero turn to mow. You know, up that's there. another another uh, automobile that yeah. would probably be eliminated. So what's Klaus Schwab saying about that now? <laughs> Well, now he's saying that he wants to reduce that by 76% by the year 2035, or 2050, I guess, is what they're saying. But uh, it's, you know, all these things that are happening right now that we're seeing, It's it's funny because... Uh, You know, we've talked about having these smart cities and how, you know, these smart cities are going to keep you from traveling. And that's one of the things they talk about. In the future, they want people to use bicycles or public transportation or to walk where they're going. So they're trying to make the cities kind of smarter cities. And we've talked about that right here in Dallas, Texas. Mm -hmm. There are smart cities coming out, these apartment complexes that have everything built right there in the bottom. There's one a
0: mile away from here. I I just saw this morning they're building the... Parking garage below that'll include like a little corner Seven Eleven, yep. You know, dry cleaning, all the different things that you would need, Mm -hmm. and they hope that you are not driving around. And that's, and I think I can't remember which other cities, but there's multiple other cities here in the United States which we've covered in the past, yeah. Where this agenda is being implemented, and that kind of brings it uh, right to home for us, Doug, Mm because you know Klaus Schwab. There's a lot of people who probably have never heard that name before, right? Uh, Especially a younger generation. They're going, "Why do I care about Klaus Schwab?" Yeah. But when we start looking at who he influences on a regular basis mm-hmm. and how these uh, we'll get to it later but i'm dying to get to it doug all the, the there's there's more to this in regards to our government releasing information about ufos like yeah. somehow that's connected back to klaus schwab so we're going to get into that later but i'm dying yeah. to talk about oh it so people much are dying to
1: talk about it. i guarantee you're gonna
0: have people do people want to talk about UFOs? you know they
1: do when we get online you know people are going to be going
0: oh ufos
1: i'm there man. uaes
0: now right Is yeah. that what they're called yes um, well, but either way, so Klaus Schwab, he's not just some guy over in Europe, right? Like his, what he's doing is influencing, really, how you and I are having to live now, mm-hmm. because our government is making adjustments based off of the World Economic Forum Council. That's right. How freaky is that? It's
1: pretty freaky when you think about. This is what the Bible talks about in Revelation 13. It tells us a world government's coming. It tells us that that world government will be over all people. And so to see that they're setting things up and wanting to take more and more control. If you remember with you 9 know, 11, when that happened, we lost a lot of control to security. They were like, well, this is for your benefit. We're trying to protect you. All these things that came along with all the security measures now. When you go to the airport, you've got to take off your belt, take off your shoes empty your bags, all the things you got to do now. And it's
0: way bigger than just the airport, too. Yeah,
1: exactly. And and so we, we watch them slowly take control of things and take freedom away from us, and this is just more of that. And now we see it's almost like it's been accelerated, Vince. You know, we, we talk about this came from 2016, these eight goals that we're going to go over. But look at where we are in just a few short years and how much has been implemented already. I think
0: people will kind of be shocked as we talk about some of this today. Mind-boggling, and the fact that the Bible... Like, forget that the WEF talked about it in 2016. The Bible talked about it thousands of years ago. So, hey, God still knows what's going on. We're going to tell you what those eight predictions are on the other side of the break. Again, you're not going to believe number seven. I'll give you a little clue. It does have to do with those UFOs. Can't wait to tell you how they are influencing those decisions our government is making. We'll be right back after this break. One third of humanity will die. What do these beasts symbolize? The lion, the bear, the leopard. The combined beast from Revelation 13 represents the end time government of the Antichrist. Understanding the end time. Now available for pre-order at endtime.com/abc. Go to endtime.com slash ABC or call 800-END-TIME. Satan and the elites of this world don't want you to understand the timeline leading to the second coming of Jesus. You can pinpoint where we are in the end time, understand how you fit in, and be filled with hope in God's plan by watching the future according to Bible prophecy. Go to endtime.com slash future. Or call 800-END-TIME. That's 800-363-8463.
1: What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the
2: host of the End Time Show's TV and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding
1: about what the Bible says concerning End Time Prophecy.
3: Call one 800 end or go to endtime.com slash events to see when Dave will be in a location near you.
0: Welcome back to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We're excited to tell you that we are coming to a city near you to hold a prophecy conference. Uh, coming up here in, uh, let's see, a week and a half, Dave and Jana Robbins will be in Vider Texas. So if you're in the Vider Texas area, or if you're not, make plans to join us there. Dave will be talking about Understanding the End Time. Uh, for the first session on June 25th at 10 a.m., and then at 5 p.m. that same day, he'll be teaching about breaking prophecy news, taking your questions, and of course, all this stuff. There's not a VIP suite. like he, Dave is not hiding in the background somewhere and comes out at the end, uh, um, when it's time for him to speak. He's out there. You can go talk to him anytime after the conference as well, and so we would love for you to come out and uh, meet Dave and Jana Robbins there and Enjoy the Prophecy Conference. Then on Monday, again, on June 26th at 7 p.m., he'll be talking about the future according to Bible prophecy. So make plans to join us in Vider Texas. You can learn more about the location and other details of the event at endtime.com slash events. Of course, you're always welcome to call us at 800-END-TIME, 800-363-8463. Speaking of, we have open lines still at 877-END-TIME, so give us a call. All right, Doug. Eight predictions. Are we ready for that, or do you have something to say beforehand? Well, you asked me in the break if I, I did. You look, you look like you thought of something. I did think okay, of something, I so figured. I apologize. I've got no, the vibe. I, I we've, mean, been, <laughs> we've been doing this for a while. I know,
1: we have, and you can tell when i got something to say. I, I just want to mention the whole phrase, you'll own nothing and you'll be happy, okay, because that's where the video, you'll see that It's the, the first prediction. Right, and so they tried to say recently They've tried to have fact checkers say that they never actually said that, that this was never actually a Klaus Schwab world economic thing, that they never said you'll own nothing and be happy. But this video, which we tried to go straight there today,
0: remember, and it took us to a page and it didn't exist anymore. The the WEF has deleted the page that this video was on, that they linked to. Right. Which was called, like, uh, I can't remember exactly the title, but it was, like, uh, shopping. I don't even remember what that's about. Like were yeah. promoting that you won't ever have to shop again. Right. Because things are going to be delivered Man, my My wife is not going to like that. I would love that. But I mean <laughs> the problem is is now they have drone access to your front door. Right. So she your wife may love that and you would hate it Man. even more. Yeah, I would hate it even hey, more. Hey before we get to the video, we need yeah. to tell people as we said, the World Economic Forum deleted this page. They don't want you to know that they said some of these things. Mm. And we're going to talk about it today. Guess who else doesn't want you to know that they said this? Facebook. So we need your help. Hit the share button. Don't even pay attention right now. If you have to, like, pause this and turn the volume off, whatever, that's fine. Hit the share button. It helps us out a lot. Get to your friends and family. Also, uh, love the video by clicking the heart icon as opposed to the blue thumbs up. Hit the red heart icon. And then, of course, comment. Doug, I told everybody they won't believe number seven. Right. Which I gave them a little hint that um, has to do with UFOs. How about you comment right now if if you're ready for number seven. We're not going to get right to it, but we will later. Number seven, UFOs. Type that into the comments. Are we ready for the video? Yeah, let's Let's do it. Let's check it out. All right.
1: You'll rent and it'll be delivered by drone. That's what you were talking about a while ago. Mm-hmm. The other one says that the United States will no longer be a leading superpower, but a handful of countries will dominate. I don't know what handful that will be, but we'll see. Number three says you won't... Uh, you better speed up, you're way behind the video. You, you won't die waiting for our organ because they're going to be able to make those on a printer. Uh, meat consumption, number four, will be minimized. It will only be for special occasions. Number five, a billion people will be displaced by climate change. And number six, uh, polluters will have to pay to emit carbon dioxide. Just oh, like you with your cars. Right. And there will be a global price on carbon. Uh, and they'll make fossil fuels history. Number seven, your favorite, people can prepare to go to Mars Scientists will have worked out how to keep you healthy in space and the start of a journey to find alien life. And I know, right? And number eight, Western values will be tested to the breaking point, which we see that happening right now. So that's what the video is telling us. And so if you're watching that, you got to follow along there. But if you're listening in your vehicle uh, or through a radio,
0: that's what those eight goals are. Now... We need to, like, that was so fast. Yeah. We kind of need to go back and revisit these. Yeah, let's talk about some of them. You'll own nothing and you'll be happy. We've talked about this a lot. Right. It's the number one goal. So it kind of is on the radar a lot. I don't know how much you want to go into it, but I'm happy to go down. Well, I mean, trail, you know, we, you would like. we
1: keep hearing all these things. Like one of the things that we didn't even know existed. Remember the bill that the UN has, where they can actually come in and they de- can declare an area a uh, national disaster. It's with or, the WHO, right? Yeah. This well, no, this is with the UN. It's actually okay. a UN bill that I think President Bush signed in when he was the president. So things like what we saw when we had the rail uh, railway uh, accident where the train. Uh, was tumped over and all the chemicals went up in the air in Pittsburgh or wherever you that ever was. Ever hear the it, end of that? No, it was Ohio. It was Ohio? Wasn't Ohio it? Yeah. Yeah. They so stop talking about it. Yeah, and one of the things that they said was a disaster like that could cause them to come in and take everybody's property and say you can't live here anymore because of this big chemical spill, and they could move you into a smart city. Mm-hmm. And guess what? One of the biggest smart cities are uh, located in Columbus, Ohio. So kind of interesting, uh, but that 's one of the things they would be able to come in and take your private property away from you so that you couldn 't own it anymore so that 's one of the big things that bothers me and probably bothers you too, since you have a little bit of property yourself uh, but <laughs> right and and then you know it, these smart cities it goes back to what we see happening around here, so mm-hmm. the housing developments have gotten so outrageous in the Dallas area to where you can 't really afford to buy a house unless you 're moving here from. California, and you come in with a handload of cash that you can pay cash for these things. Uh, but it's gotten so bad that they're building all these apartments around here, and every single apartment we see are zoned like these smart cities where it has its own little containment in there. They've got restaurants. They've got hair salons. They've got nail salons. They've got barbershops for guys. They've got bars. They've got uh, workout facilities, all Literally this stuff. Everything. Yeah, located right there where you don't even have to leave, mm-hmm. and and a lot of little hospitals are popping up. Have you noticed that? Mm-hmm. Like in between the apartment yeah, complexes, the little urgent care stuff. Yeah, and so are even
0: the the ERs. There's there's like yeah. hospital funded ERs. Yeah, they're not urgent cares, but to so,
1: to where you don't even have to travel to go to the hospital. Yeah. You just walk across the parking lot and you're at the hospital. So mm-hmm. very strange, but we're seeing that happen. So that's one of those things that uh, we already see being implemented. Uh, The United States no longer being a leading superpower. I think we're watching that too because we're watching this exit from The petrodollar and, the you know, what we've always existed on here in the United States. And they're moving toward these other uh, currencies and this other stuff, uh, you know, with the whole Middle East and China, Russia, Middle East, all those countries that are doing the BRICS. And, uh, you know, we even saw that Emmanuel Macron is speaking with the crown prince there in Saudi Arabia today, asking to be part of their uh, summit when they have the BRICS summit. Who would you say? Emmanuel Macron. Is Emmanuel Macron the Antichrist? <laughs> Man, he could be. Let's keep our eyes on that. <laughs> All right.
0: But still, number two, let's get back to this real quick. Yeah. Um, I, what do you say to people that say, okay, end time, when you talk about the United States not being a superpower, yeah. it sounds like you're talking out of both sides of your mouth. Because you talk about the United States protecting Israel to the end, to right. the to the return of Christ. Yeah. So... It, and so, Boy, you guys don't sound like you're being consistent. <laughs> right. We get that sometimes.
1: All right, and w- of course we are because we don't see the eagle's wings in Revelation thirteen one and 2 when it describes that world government beast. So we've lo- known for quite a while that we wouldn't be part of that uh, one world global system. And so because of that, that kind of news and number two... Uh, there with the United States no longer being a leading superpower, that doesn't surprise us at all. But we will still be there in the end time because we see that in Revelation twelve fourteen, like you're mentioning, helping Israel during the time of the Great Tribulation. So, so, so
0: then I think it's important to highlight that we talk about these things because they're they're coming to pass. As in the World Economic Forum, the world government system has set this plan in place yeah. that we know the ultimate. Uh, the ultimate mastermind behind that is is the number one enemy right. of course satan yeah. um, so num th- this number two goal here is that they 're working towards that, and yeah. we can see that in the news every single day where they 're really lo- they would really hope that the United States is not a leading superpower and there 's actually things here in our government in this country that appear to be shifting towards that, which gives us hope because if we really believe that the U.S. is not going to be part of that world government Mm -hmm. and that they are going to be here until uh, the end, the end of this age, well, then we can go, hey, this socialistic style government is not actually going to be fully implemented here. Right. So that, that gives me a little bit of hope. It needs to give a us a hope. lot of hope because right now we're seeing it, it
1: looks the opposite of that. Yeah. We're seeing things look like it's pulling us deeper into world government, and
0: uh, we know from Scripture that that's not where we're going to be. And so, there's been um, a lot of times in, in in end times history where we've said what the Bible, what we believe the Bible says, right? and people will go, "That will never happen." You know, we were founded on this story that the, that the Berlin Wall would fall and the two Germanys would be reunited. That was kind of the kind of the um, Big announcement of who end time was when that was written right. in the book that Irvin wrote, and then it was published, and then it happened. Yeah. Well, w- before it ever happened, they said, "Oh, well, this is the end of your ministry, Irvin. This it's all over for you now." <laughs> right. Well, um, we're going to keep saying what we believe the Bible is saying, and yeah. until proven otherwise, we're going to have hope and trust in Jesus, and absolutely, you know, like, kind of what the the whole timing of the rapture thing too. Mm-hmm. We we would love for it to be a pre pre-trib rapture yep. that would be wonderful yeah uh, we just don't see it in scripture so we've got to teach something that doesn't necessarily make us feel comfortable and it doesn't make us very popular either that's true <laughs> but that's okay we're not in this for popularity no we aren't we're, <laughs> we're trying to get our everybody purpose. ready
1: for evangelism all right so. number three yeah. we
0: ready to go on to this because this is weird sure organ uh, you you won't die if you're waiting on an organ done right Okay, well that's fine, but then they say we're going to print them with these 3D printers, which That's what's weird. I know that's they they've had these successful <laughs> efforts already. Yeah. But before they ever did to my knowledge, I, I mean I could be wrong on this, this was one of the World Economic Forum goals. Yeah, it's so so one of their two, plans. In
1: 2016, I don't think I ever heard them doing anything like that at all. And now, I mean, but I mean, look at the things they're doing. Uh I mean, they're able to make in, they're, they're making things. houses with 3D printers. I know. It's very strange. So, uh, yeah, to hear something like that, it, it would have sounded more far-fetched in 2016. When you hear it now, it doesn't sound so far-fetched. It's like, well, I know they're able to do these you things. You make a now. heart with a printer. Yeah. It's very strange. But uh, And not only that, moving on to four, the meat consumption. It's your favorite be, one. Yeah, they can make meat with a printer nowadays. I mean, they said some of the meat we're buying may not actually be from a cow. So,
0: it's kind of weird. No, nothing new, Doug. Uh, this has been happening in restaurants globally well, for a long time. Yeah, in third world countries, maybe. But no, right here on this block, there's <laughs> really there's a specific two restaurants right down here that I can tell you that uh, might have less not, than two percent meat in uh, their patties. Well, okay, that's so neither here nor I there know right you're now. We're talking but, about now. They're in our parking
1: lot, pretty much. There you go. Yeah.
0: Well, I understand, but uh, why would they want to minimize meat consumption, though? What, is it is it because they're animal rights activists, or is there more behind it than that? Well, I mean, basically, they don't want us raising cattle for consumption because you know that's one of the things that they've done. Uh, where because was they, it? Because they're the ones that cause all the emissions. Yes, and it was it Sweden
1: that they were doing that, uh, where they the farmers were striking because they were trying to get them to yes. kill their cattle and everything. Sweden. And and that's also something I saw an article the other day where they're talking that they want the U.S. to do the same thing. Well, look at how many food processing plants we've had destroyed. Uh, just within the last year and a half. And some of them were huge cattle. Do you remember when, uh, what was it, 3,000 heads of cattle died all of a sudden out in the the desert? Uh, I think it was in Arizona where that happened, and they just killed over dead. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's what it is. It's all about carbon emissions, and they don't want that happening. So
0: That that one um, builds up to this next one, that a billion people are going to be displaced due to climate change. Yeah, And so we'll have to get a lot better... At welcoming and integrating refugees into our country, yeah, I don't understand how that is. Well, because you know they'll have to leave whatever country to come to your country because yeah, that you can live in this smart city and have everything that you need mm-hmm. and be have a smaller footprint on the environment.
1: Yeah, but I don't understand how that the climate change is. If climate change really is happening, how it, why is it that just it's happening in certain places? That's what I don't understand. It's happening everywhere, Doug. It's yeah, terrible,
0: right? <laughs> It's happening everywhere. Here's All the right. real question Is Klaus Schwab going to give up his car and plane? No, I kind of
1: doubt that. I don't think he'll give
0: up his steak either. I, I imagine
1: he enjoys some pretty good steaks. Have okay. you seen the boy? I have. He's a pretty hefty
0: fellow. so anyway. Well, now that we're moving getting judgmental, on. I guess we'll <laughs> go to the next one. Uh, <laughs> number <six. laughs> um, Polluters will have to pay to emit carbon dioxide. Yeah. So that's where we got to mention, like. All of us are driving our vehicles, but yeah. there's more than that, too. So it's right. going to be so expensive to fly on a plane, or, and mm-hmm. it's, it really already is, but it's going to be much more expensive if they're able to implement this, right. to own a vehicle, fly on a plane, do anything that is going to cause pollution. And so right. they're going to just raise the prices until the regular person can't afford it anymore. Yeah, and and so the, the other thing there, too, says they want to make fossil
1: fuels a thing of the, of the past. They want to make them history. And, you know, we were kind of joking about this earlier because they want everybody to go to electric cars. But for two years in a row, 2021, 2022, especially right after the California governor uh, made it uh, a law that by uh, 2035, there would be no more carbon uh, fuel vehicles. Mm -hmm. So there would be no more gas vehicles in California well, now they're asking people, hey, don't charge up your vehicles during the, the peak hours of the day because it puts a drain on the, on the power, and so we can't have you charging up your car while it's hot outside because if you do, you're going to pull the power down and nobody can cool or heat their home. And so that's happened for the past two years. I'm sure it will happen again this summer if it hasn't happened already.
0: Doug, so. is climate change a hoax? Yes, climate change is a hoax. Why yeah. is it a hoax? Like, wh- wh- Why would they do that? Well, they want to do it. It's basically
1: about control, and it's about wealth redistribution. I mean, you you see that you'll have to pay for these carbon
0: emissions, and there's still going to be a lot of people using that. We didn't get to number seven, so I guess we'll have to put you on another break, (laughs) and so stick around to hear number seven. We'll talk more about that on the other side of the break. We'll be right back.
3: Time is not going anywhere.
2: The symbols and
1: prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation, The Unveiling of Jesus Christ Part 2, the late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding. Don't miss this special offer. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com.
0: Welcome back to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We're talking about eight goals, eight predictions for the world Mm -hmm. given to us by none other than the World Economic Forum. And we're showing you why um, these are relevant to us. Not only is it happening probably where you live here in the United States, but also the Bible talks about some of this government control stuff. And so we're diving into these. We made it all the way to number six, Doug, before the break. And I keep saying you won't believe number seven. So yeah. here we're finally able to get to seven. Uh, before we do, I want to remind you again, though, that if you want to have peace and hope as we navigate these end times, don't forget to go to endtime.com slash ABC and preorder our brand new series. It's our foundational content, Understanding the End Time, 14 episodes they will help you unlock the mysteries of Revelation and help you understand it, perhaps in a way that you never have. So be sure to go to endtime.com/abc when you pre-order today. It's going to come with over 350 bonus items, which include uh, the physical book. You're going to have access to Endtime Plus for a year. You're going to get access to the ebook, and a uh, one of my favorites is the VIP video call that you will be able to have with none other than Dave Robbins, and you'll be able to ask him questions. So it'll be like a Zoom meeting and there'll be a bunch of different people in there and you can talk about the production of Understand the End Time and ask him perhaps about UFOs or the moon landing or anything like that, Doug. You'll be able to do that in that call with Dave. Um, so be <laughs> Dave sure is to go to end like slash A B C or you can call eight hundred end time. Well I figured I would try to get him off of year back over that dress comment on Tuesday. Yeah. Or well, was that last week? I don't know. It was last but, week sometime. Okay, so. Yeah. I'm doing this for you, Doug. I appreciate it. I love you, man. Yeah. Number seven.
1: All right. Yeah, here we go.
0: Number seven. People can prepare to go to Mars. Mm -hmm. Be be sure to share this video again. Like, this is crazy. And comment UFO one more time. Because this might start the journey to find alien life. Yeah. They've been talking about this at least since 2016 as one of their agenda items. Mm -hmm. And when we were going over this, I thought, you know, somehow I missed that detail. Oh, all the times we've talked about it, it makes all the sense in the world now why they're releasing this. Yeah. We have data on UFOs. And, uh, are you ready to get to Las Vegas? Are we going to talk about that well, right now? I mean, we definitely can. I mean, But this
1: whole year has been filled with UFO talk. I mean, remember when we had the spy balloons? Which I love,
0: by the way. Yeah. I love a good UFO conversation. Well, sure. I know you do. <laughs> But
1: we, they talked about the spy balloons being UFOs, and we heard this from CNN, we heard it from MSNBC. They were really pushing, like, UFOs and not spy balloons. Did, did aliens
0: build the pyramids? Uh, are they saying that? Yes. Oh. I've never heard this. Aliens and dinosaurs work together. Huh. I'm, no. I'm merging two theories. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, alien, I, alien involvement on the pyramids, which I, I don't believe, neither do you. But No.
1: Um, But, but, I mean, it makes sense why we're starting to see more and more talk like this. You know, normally, too, Vince, we have like Hollywood usually kind of forecast things that are coming. uh, And there's been, you know, more and more alien type programs coming out and things where it involved life, extraterrestrial life and things like that. But, yeah, let's talk about Las Vegas for a second because I'm sure by now everybody has seen the footage of it looks like an asteroid falling from the sky from the police dash cam footage and then a family calls in and says there's like 9 or yeah. 10 or 11 foot you know aliens in their backyard and things like that um, you said there's a video i haven't even seen the video there is that. a
0: video and uh it's huh. of a figure that's unrecognizable of course yeah. Yeah. it's like w- between bigfoot and aliens why can't we have clear footage i don't know they must do something to the it's the like cameras to really everyone the leaves their phones <laughs> Right and tries to record with their old Kodak or something. It's yeah, like, it's very strange. What's going on here? But no, there's like this shadowy figure in a bobcat or something like that, and they're like, "You mm-hmm. can see it right there, bending over." And I'm going in in mm-hmm. like a
1: tractor bobcat. You're talking
0: about yeah, something like okay. that.
1: Yeah. So not a bobcat, not a cat, <laughs> <with> <laughs> an, an alien animal. riding okay. a cat. Yeah, that would okay. be something. Yeah, that'd really um, be a story. <laughs> a nine but, foot alien. <laughs> <know, laughs> and so much for what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas because they're you know making nine one one calls about it. But no doubt. My my nephew actually made a really funny post yesterday on social media saying if, you know, if there really are these UFOs that are coming here, why do they keep crashing if they're so much further advanced than we are? They come here and crash. Because of climate change. I guess that's it. <laughs> and then we want to reverse technology. Why do we want to reverse technology on something that crashes all the time? So I'm like, it's a pretty good point, actually. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy because it's as if they're trying to get you ready for something. So. Here we here we go. So I'll just throw so this. Are out
0: UFOs there. in Bible prophecy? Let's let's address that question real quick.
1: Well, I mean, UFOs we as we can in can get, alien life. We could get people try to
0: argue about that. I mean, you know, because there
1: is some stuff in Ezekiel talking about angels okay. and talking about their fiery chariots that they have in the Bible. Their angels, their cherubs, or cherubims. And some people try Are to say... Green the,
0: guys with big heads. No, is that in Bible prophecy? No, there's
1: none of that in Bible prophecy at all. But okay. I know there's going to be people that go, well, hey, you need to let... Well, why would we talk about stuff. this then? Because think about this for a second. And, and this is theories that people have, have talked about. And I'm just throwing it out there. I'm not saying I buy into this or anything. Oh, boy. But, you know, I mean, we talk about stuff like this. We might as well talk about this part. What if they tried to say that uh, we were having an alien invasion... And with what they can do now with uh, you know, with all kinds of different AI technology and things like that, what if they could make it look as though we're having an alien technology attack us and we're trying to fight them together? And they say, we've all got to pull together as one world, as one nation, give up our sovereignty and come together and fight together in this one world government against this threat to the outside that wants to come in and destroy us. That's a theory that people are throwing out there. And I'm not saying I'm buying into that. I'm not saying that we we support that theory. I'm just saying, what if? You know, I mean, who knows why they're saying things like we can start this journey for alien life? There's no telling. Uh, but anyway, yes, that's in their eight goals. So very interesting that it's even there. But to get back to to the ground and get back to reality here, that, that last one, the Western people mad, Doug. <laughs> Western values will be well, tested to well, a breaking point. <laughs> You're done already with number I'm, seven? I'm done with number well, seven. I just want to reiterate <laughs> You can here. go back. Okay. The reason
0: why we're talking about it is because the World Economic Forum says this is one of their goals for 2030. It's number seven. They suggest that this is the start of a journey to find alien life. They're the yeah. ones throwing this out there, and you can see how their influence on our government, on our society, mm-hmm. how that's impacting that. Now, there's long been theories about UFOs, but I don't, I think just for the first time in the last few years, our government has. Released all this stuff on UFOs. Yeah. Seems like an odd connection to me. I don't know. But the point is, is the World Economic Forum does a lot of things that line up with what the Bible says is coming with world government and government control. And this is just one of the random things they've thrown out. It's far out there, but you can kind of see that influence in the news I mean, like you said, this year it seems like it's every day there's some UFO or alien story that, yeah, that there's to talk about. So yeah. Western values will be tested. I just want to yeah. get that out one more yeah. time.
1: Yeah, so now back to reality because we see Western values already being tested. What We're does watching. that mean, Western values? Well, I believe that it has to do with uh, Christian values. You think that's what they mean? I think that's exactly what they mean. We know that, like we talked about before, what they're saying about God and what they're saying about the church what they're saying about the Bible. And so I, I think that is that's they want to destroy that Western influence of Christianity. And you know, we we believe, especially here in the United States, that this country was was built on biblical values, that our forefathers were Christians and that they made a Christian nation. Uh, Barack Obama said that we were no longer a Christian nation when he was the president. And ever since then, they've been trying to prove it, I think. Uh, especially now, if you saw some of the debacle that was going on on the White House lawn the other day when they had the pride uh, cele- uh, celebration there on the, the lawn of the White House and some of the crazy stuff that was going on there uh, that you know was happening on our White House lawn. Mm-hmm. I mean, I looked at that the other day and I thought, man, if if we... Uh, we're ever living in the days of Sodom and Gomorrah, here we are. I mean, on our Capitol White House lawn, this kind of crazy stuff's going on.
0: Now, Doug, I think about Western uh, values, and it makes me think about why, um, you know, the the way that this country was established and how there were people that were wanting freedom of religion. Mm -hmm. There were people that wanted uh, freedom from the tyrannical government. right? And, you know, of course... I, I those are two big things as far as I'm concerned in the foundation of this country and why mm-hmm. people risked everything. Right. Why they brought their little kids on a ship that was likely to crash and everyone be killed. Yeah. And if you if you were able to survive, you probably got deathly ill. Mm-hmm. And there and in fact if you go read their 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 um, memoirs, their memoirs on that, yeah. You you see how sick everyone got, yeah. and they're 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 barfing constantly because they're they're not sailors. They don't know anything right. about the sea. These are it'd be like me getting my wife and three little kids, five and under, and getting on a ship and going maybe off the edge of the earth. Is how some people believe then. Yeah, some people still believe that way now. But um, we got to deal all the hot dogs today. And so um, oh, I man. think about freedom of religion. Yeah, uh, freedom from tyrannical government. Sure. Uh, I don't know what the WEF necessarily would say they mean by Western values, but Mm -hmm. I can see everything else they're saying and draw those conclusions. They want a one-world government. They Mm -hmm. want a one-world religion. And the Bible says that's coming right before the second coming of Jesus. So here we are. Yeah. And you know, the interesting thing too, Vince, is that Revelation 13 tells us
1: where the all this comes from the uh, the idealism of, of this world government and what it's all about. It's about the dragon who is Satan and it, because it tells us uh, that the dragon is the one that gives the world government its power, its seat, and its great authority. So the authority we're talking about here, we understand that in the end time that world government will have authority over the whole earth pretty much. Uh, you know, with exceptions, we know Israel won't be part of it. We know Jordan won't be because of uh, Daniel 11:41, And we don't believe America will be under the full control of the world government because we wouldn't be able to help Israel if we were. And so with this, we see that um, this dragon, the Antichrist, the devil, is actually uh, what people are going to worship. And so it kind of helps you understand what's going on. And it even says in Daniel 7, I know we talk about Revelation 13 a lot, but in Daniel 7 it says that the Antichrist not only will make war against the saints and speak against the Most High, but he sets to change times and laws. And that's what this is all about. They're wanting to change the way things are with these eight goals, uh, times and laws. Make it illegal to... Have fossil fuel vehicles. Make it illegal to consume steak every day or meat every day. Uh, you know, just all those different things. They want the power and the authority over the whole earth for it. So you can see where it comes from. It comes from the the devil. Uh, but Daniel seven twenty six gives us uh, this this hope right here. It says, "But the judgments shall sit, and they shall take away his dominion to consume and destroy it." To the end, and so uh, at the end, when Jesus comes back he 'll take away all that power and that authority the Antichrist has, and guess who gets to inherit the kingdom? The saints of God gets to inherit the kingdom, so there 's hope for us, and you know I know so we kind of covered a lot of the world religion there, and I know we 're trying to move into a different part here and talk about. World religion and things, but well, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. I'm thinking about the WEF,
0: and and now they're saying that the Bible needs to be written, and they're going to use AI to do it. Doug, yeah, is AI the Antichrist? Well, you know, it's. I know that
1: that's something that we really can talk about seriously today. I know you're kind of saying that to jab at me a little bit because what you like to ask uh, if this could be the Antichrist. Me? But you know the thing about it, Scripture does tell us that the false prophet the second beast in Revelation 13, that he'll set up an image of the beast. And uh, he'll cause that image to speak to people, to move and talk, and people will have to worship that beast. And so could that be AI-related? Because that could be a possibility. That beast that everybody worships, like like the statue of Nebuchadnezzar in Daniel 3, it could be an AI-generated image. Mm.
0: Who knows? Well... They want to rewrite the Bible with it nonetheless, yeah. and they've even had a chat GPT service already. We're going to show you a clip on that when we get back from the break, so don't go anywhere. We have open lines at 877-IN-TIME,
3: 877-363-8463. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started In Time Ministries, there have been many times
0: Welcome back to In Time. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norville. We're talking about a wide range of things today, Doug. Right now, it's about the Bible being rewritten by AI. We've given you eight predictions that the World Economic Forum have given us, and we're seeing some of them uh, have already come to pass or are coming to pass, and then others are right around the corner, and you can see it lining up as they've intended it to. And the next thing they're talking about here is the bible being written by AI? rewritten by ai we've got a clip to that we're ready to go to it right now yeah um ai can create new ideas can even write a new bible we you know throughout history religions
3: dreamt about having a book written by a superhuman intelligence by a non-human entity Every religion claims our
0: book, all the other books of the other religions, they humans wrote them. But our book, no, 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 it came from some superhuman intelligence. In a few years, there might be religions that are actually correct. That just think about a religion whose holy book is written by an AI. That could be a reality in a few years. Did you think about that, Doug?
1: Yeah, see, that right there just. Well, it irritates me to know him for one thing, but you know to to hear him say that we might, in the future, have religions that are actually correct because of AI now, when he says we might have religions that are correct, what he 's referring back to is the fact that he said that everybody believes that their version of religion is the truth, and that Uh, It wasn't written by man, but it was written by a supreme power. And then he says in the future they may be exactly right because AI will be rewriting the Bible. Of course, we know where Yuval Noah Harari stands. Uh, He is uh, an atheist. He doesn't believe in God at all. He has said things before that Jesus is fake news. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we know
0: where he stands, and he
1: is the number one advisor to the World Economic Forum in Klaus Schwab.
0: Let's talk about some of the people who have sat under some of his speeches. Yeah, um, Justin Trudeau—you've already covered him—and mm-hmm. half, as they proclaim, of the Canadian uh, leaders and the mm-hmm. government there. Yeah. Uh, how about President Joe Biden? Absolutely, he has. And and not only that,
1: um, President Obama was a huge fan of you all know Harari. So yes, and and. Our current president right now, President Biden has been at every world economic forum uh event that they've had lately I mean even when they they have things that are like um for business leaders and things he's been going to those business leaders and and speaking at these events and everything, so he's very much on board with everything that the w e f stands for and everything
0: so it, that they stand for. Yeah, These eight I mean, goals we've talked about.
1: I would imagine that he is behind every single one of those, especially we know getting rid of the fossil fuels and things because he's made that comment here too that, remember, when he took office, he said he would do away with fossil fuels mm. in his administration. And then what did he do? As soon as he uh, was sworn in, he shut down pipelines and things that were uh, enabling us to uh, not only have jobs here, I mean coal mines and other facilities, all factories and things were shut down because of that i know i come from a big oil area where where i live right now and uh that oil area took a hard hit people i know lost their jobs because they shut down some facilities right after he came into office so i know that he uh believes in that uh, and probably every single one of those eight goals you think it's important to buy a physical bible right now I think it's very important to do that because one day they may confiscate all the Bibles and try to take them away from you. Well, but
0: if AI is going to rewrite the Bible, mm-hmm. think about if you go to Bible.com or whatever Bible site that you go to. Yeah, I mean, obviously those are independently owned, but right. is there a chance that the Bible wouldn't be available digitally uh, and it's in its in in the KJV form or in whatever in, uh, translation you use? Maybe it won't be available you Online know, at some point
1: when, when the war starts against the saints of God When that begins to happen I would imagine that They'll do away with everything That's the true word of God Because what are we seeing right now If you have programs like this That talk about truth And we explain the Bible And we talk about what is in the Bible What do they want to do They want to shut you down right now So you know they're afraid of the Bible That's why they're attacking the Bible That's why they're talking about AI rewriting the Bible
0: uh, well, is, it, it proclaims a God that's not them
1: yeah, exactly, and the the thing is, is we should have that word written on our heart. That's what the Bible tells us that you know God is going to write His word on our heart, and we should be to where we can at at least know the word of God and and be in the word of God every day. And so, uh, you know, maybe everybody can't remember it like uh, the one pastor that came to our church that Trinity time, James, the Walking yeah, Bible. Yeah, man, that guy was something else, and he remembered every single scripture in the Bible. And, uh, well, I his mean,
0: mother uh, made them quote a new Bible verse before every dinner. Yeah, And so it couldn't be one that he had quoted already <laughs> growing up, was not allowed to eat dinner, which yeah. is in 2023, they call that child abuse now. <laughs> right. You would not be allowed to do that and yeah. keep your children today. But that's how he was raised. And uh, I don't think he missed out on anything. But right. nonetheless, yeah, <laughs> that's quite impressive. Yeah. Very um, much so. so an A.I. Written, rewritten Bible, mm-hmm. and then they've also had an AI powered church service. Yeah, in Germany, which is an interesting location. That's very interesting. Your buddy Emmanuel Macron.
2: Yeah, real close there.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, and you
1: know, I mean, Germany. Anytime we mention Germany, it's very interesting because you know Germany is going to be the body of uh, the end time. One world government. You mm-hmm. know,
0: when we talk about the body of the the leopard, that's Germany. And that's, that one world government will be right in alignment with that one world religion. Yeah, exactly. And they're man having AI-powered services, or they did have one at least. Yeah. It's like, uh, let's see what this could do.
1: Yeah, and the scary thing is is that people actually enjoyed it and said it was a pretty good sermon. So three- Must have
0: a bad preacher in there regularly. <laughs> Something's not right. I've, I've they, probably sat through some sermons where I've been like, hmm, this could improve with a little... Uh, <laughs> technology. <laughs> yeah,
1: but I mean this was a computer generated chatbot
0: that was doing the Yeah, pretty weird. Yeah, and three, not interested in 300 having 300 people with
1: that. attended this. And it not only just 300 people, but it was actually a uh, it was like the Protestants of Germany, it's like a convention for them. So mm. it was a huge convention they were having and they tried this and the, it says that the personified person was a bearded man with a fixed expression and a monotone voice. So I and his message
0: was 40 minutes long or its message was
1: a monotone voice for 40 minutes. That might have put me to sleep. <laughs> I don't know. I like a little bit of excitement in my worship. So, uh, but, you know, I mean, I, I don't know. That's very strange. And it's strange that the church would even be OK with this. I mean, yeah. that, that's weird to me. Could you imagine going into church on Sunday morning and your pastor saying, I'm not going to preach this morning. I'm going to have a chat bot do it from, you know, an AI-generated pastor is going to teach your lesson this morning. I, would, I cannot imagine that. That would be very strange. And
0: why is this alarming, Doug? Is it, I mean, I think about how, you know, who's behind the message that mm-hmm. uh, the AI preacher is giving. Right, it's like is it written by someone and then the computer just does the talking, right. or do they say, "Give us a message about X scripture and why it's relevant to today"? Because you know, Chat uh, uh, Chat GPT can do that. If you say, yeah. "Give me a sermon on Matthew six thirty three and tell me why it's important for me to follow that today," yeah. it will give you, you know, an eight hundred word sermon or whatever the number would be. Wow, like you can do that. So. Next time you preach, if you need a little assistance, Doug, there's you know, chat GPT.
1: <laughs> I'm still going to go with the God-inspired message whenever I have to speak. I just want the Lord to be giving me what I'm saying. I don't think I want to be reading from a robot. But the, the, thing, <laughs> the thing about it, Vince, what's scary to me is like what we talked about before in Revelation 13, when it talks about the false prophet and what he's going to be able to do. That guy's going to be able to make people worship the beast, and maybe he'll use AI as a way to do that. I don't know how it's going to play out because the Bible doesn't tell us. But it's very interesting when you see all this AI technology happening, and especially when you see some of the videos that are out there now, Vince, and you see it uh, on these videos, it's hard now to think about what's real and what's not real. Remember a few months ago, the first time that they were going to uh, bring Trump in um, for the
0: uh, it indicted him? Yes,
1: indictment. In New York? Uh, remember the AI-generated arrest of Trump where people actually started believing that they had to tackle Trump in the streets and yeah. take him into the courthouse? And it was actually all AI-generated. Yeah. And so, it, you know, they can do all kinds of things now. We're moving into a realm where it's going to be what's real. And what's not real.
0: You want to try to get to some calls? We don't have yeah, a lot we, we of time. Yeah, we probably should. We told everybody we hate would, to leave so. these people on the line, yeah. Let's start in Utah. Mary Ann's watching there. Mary Ann, welcome to the End Time Show. <laughs> no, maybe
2: not. Hi. Hi. No, how are just... you guys? We're well. How, how are good?
0: you, Mary Ann?
2: Well, kind of frustrated. Oh,
0: welcome to the club.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, here in Utah, the Davis School Districts have taken the Bible out of the schools, uh, up to a high school level because they call it pornographic and violence.
0: Interesting. Wow.
2: And so they're taking him maybe even through the libraries here, the one where I think of a lot of things that ever made me the most angry is hearing this. Yeah. And that's what school what district did you say? Davis School Districts in Utah.
1: Now, Marianne, do you think this could be backlash because of all the parents standing up to some of the uh, LGBTQ stuff that's in our libraries and our schools where they've talked about the pornography that these elementary kids are reading about and things like that? You think this could be uh, kind of a a revenge on, uh, you know, the, the parents themselves by saying, well, the Bible, you know, has these stories in there that are. Uh, you know, kids don't need to be reading, too, and so we'll just take the Bible out of the school as well. You think that could be part of what you're seeing, or why do you think this is happening?
2: Yeah, I think that that's probably a big possibility. But when I heard that, I thought, no, no, no. We have got to keep the Bible in schools Mm -hmm. for any children and libraries. They're going to come out now with that as well. And it's like, oh, no, 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 no. But I don't know how to help fight the idea of it because there's a there's people are going to fight it yeah. i'm just not I just want the world to kind of realize through your program that this has already happened here
1: yeah it's you know it's one of the th- the things that we talk about all the time how uh you know what can we do against this and uh of course, you know parents could go to school board meetings and things like that. We've been watching that be very effective with some of the other agendas that are out there and uh, and trying to change the school district's uh, policies and what they're trying to do. So don't know if that's going to help there in Utah or not, but you would think in, in Utah, uh, you know, that this wouldn't be happening in a place like that. But here we go. You know, I mean, it can happen anywhere nowadays. And, uh, yep. you know, we're watching here in Texas. They've just implemented school prayer back into the schools here, which we're very glad that they've done. Uh, oh, yeah. And, you know, they're getting ready to, to make that a, a morning thing uh, with the students again. I was brought up like that all through middle school, uh, elementary school and middle school. We started our day off with a daily devotion and prayer. And, uh, you know, we'd read uh, scripture from the Bible and then we'd have a prayer. And then, you know, of course, do the uh, the Pledge of Allegiance and things like that. And so we hopefully we're on the right track here in Texas. But, man, that makes me sad to hear Utah's doing that. Vince looks at me like, no, we're not on the right track in Texas. No, No, definitely
2: not on the right track. And I'm sorry about that, but I did want to let you guys know that.
0: Thanks for your call, Marianne. We're right at the end here. Sorry to let you go. Doug, how do we wrap today's show up? We we might have to do a show on this story and bring in a (laughs) buddy of mine, Paul Davis, who's a lawyer and talks about this stuff, in the Texas school districts. But that's neither here nor there right now. How do we wrap today's show up?
1: Well, you know, I mean, Vince, there's all kinds of crazy stuff happening in our world. And we just gotta be grounded in the word of God. We gotta be talking to God every day in prayer. We we need to have that relationship with our Lord and our Savior because the world's gonna get crazy, but he's still on the throne.
0: Amen. Don't forget to go to watch.endtime.com. You can play thousands of hours of content there, totally free. Brought to you by our wonderful partners here at Endtime Ministry. We'll be right back here tomorrow for Open Line Friday, 3 p.m. Central Time. We'll see you there.